Losing someone close to you, whether family, friend, or someone dear to your community, is never easy. But when people come together to celebrate their life and remember them fondly, it often helps to ease some of the pain. Hi everyone, I'm Johnny Thompson and welcome once again to the Village Halls podcast sponsored by Allied Westminster, the UK's largest specialist provider of Village Hall insurance and the home of Village Guard. Now, last year, the Village Hall in Croft-on-Tees in North Yorkshire became the centre point of an event that no one had foreseen or or would really have wanted to have happened in the first place. It it was an event to remember a much-loved member of their community, Johnny Preston, who had sadly passed away far too early in life. A group of Johnny's friends wanted to provide a, a fitting tribute, and today I'm joined by one of that group, Richard Coates, who is going to tell us a story of what happened to Johnny and how they turned his passing into a day of contribution and remembrance. Hi, Richard. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, pleasure to be here. Now, Richard, before we get on to talking about Johnny and what happened there in Croft last year, tell me a little bit about your village and the local community. Croft on Tees, a small village just outside of Darlington, and yeah. I moved here when I was 10, and then after university, I just lived in Darlington. Yeah. Uh, but then I had the opportunity to move back into my childhood home because my mum and dad wanted to downsize within the village. Right. Um, so that was 15 years ago. And like my mum and dad, uh, I've become very much involved in the village hall. Mm-hmm. I'm a committee member and like many village halls, it plays a, a critical role in community life, providing a safe place for classes and parties and events and yeah. everything else in between. So you're following in family footsteps in many respects with your involvement with the community there. Yeah, yeah. I really couldn't yeah. avoid it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, brilliant. And and Johnny, Johnny Preston, Richard, a great friend of yours, and a few other local lads, I gather, and uh, and a pivotal figure in community life there as well. What what was he like, Richard? Yeah, he was. I guess for anyone who lives in the village, um, you always have characters that everyone knows, and yeah. Johnny was certainly that in Croft. He he was always happy to talk to anyone about yeah. anything, and <laughs> he was particularly in his element when he was the centre of attention. Um, so, as an example, when we had a pantomime in the village and he was yeah. picked out to go up on stage, I don't think he was embarrassed by it. In fact, I, I think he absolutely loved it. Um, <laughs> however, his daughter, I'm pretty sure she was mortified by the whole event. He wasn't the dame, was he? Uh, no, but I think if he'd had the option, he would have He would have he definitely w- he, volunteered for that as well. He, he would have taken it. Fantastic. And and did he help people locally and things like that as well? Was he that kind of character? Yeah, he, if any, any village event, he was always there. He, he would offer to set up to, or tidy up or, or do anything during the event. He, yeah. he was just integral to village life, really. Hmm. And with with several men in the village, you know, we did, we did a lot of activities together. So yeah. he participated in walking in the lakes, running, cycling, squash. He did tough mudders with some of the some of the guys in the village. He did and what? Tough mudders. 
What's that? So it's like um, <laughs> it's a run, but right. then with with obstacle courses in the in the middle, whether it be going into a skip filled with cold water or climbing a rope ladder or I've got um, yeah. not pleasant, not something uh, I volunteered for, but he, he did several of them. So he was up for anything, basically. Absolutely, is, is yeah. what you were saying, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, one of the boys, one of, one of your boys as well, and uh, you, you went away on a few trips together over the years as well, didn't you? Yes, yes. So um, we had several trips to Germany. One of the group is German, which helps. Um, yeah. So we had uh, cultural trips to Germany um, <laughs> around the back end of September, October time. But they also usually involved hiking up the nearest mountain at some point, usually with Johnny being miles ahead of the rest of us who were struggling. But he he, he used to go up with these. Fantastic. Cultural trip to Germany around about October and a certain fest, perhaps, may have played a part in that, I wonder. No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> They are the lips that are sealed <laughs> of a British man. Always good. I'm very proud of you, Richard. Well done. <laughs> no no stories to share then. No. <laughs> Brilliant. And yeah, um, tragically, uh, Johnny passed away though, didn't he, last year at just 46 years of age. What, what happened? Richard? So last year, earlier in the year, um, he, he went to get checked out and mm-hmm. uh, they found quite a large tumour on the brain, um, which was removed. Mm. And we thought he came out of it and we hoped and thought he was he was on the mend. But yeah, sadly, uh, only a year ago, last October, he, he passed. Um, and although it was inevitable towards the end, it was it was still a massive shock. And something yeah. we're, we're still coming to terms with almost a year on, really. Yeah, of course, of course. And uh, he was quite a fit guy, as you've already alluded to as well, wasn't he, Richard? He liked he liked running in particular, I understand it. In fact, that, that was, it was the running, wasn't it, that gave you and your friends that idea for the, the event that you subsequently organised to remember Johnny to celebrate his life, yeah? Yeah, so when... At the start of this year, so a couple of months after he passed, we, we met as a group in the village mm-hmm. on what would have been his birthday. And um, the, the conversation came around to what would be a fitting tribute to celebrate Johnny's life and yeah. at the same time raise some money for the brain tumour charity as well. Mm-hmm. And it was um, it was Jörg, our village resident German, who, who made the suggestion to do something close to home. Yeah. Uh, within the village and utilize the uh, we've got a circular river walk around the village so that, that's where the conversation started but we we wanted something a bit bigger a bit different to just a fun run hence the 24-hour endurance element was conceived and that became known as the jog for johnny yeah and that but yeah that's what it that's what it was coined as yeah and uh, the village hall i understand also became the centre, the focal yeah, point. Yeah, the, the village hall was all, always going to be the epicentre for any activity mm. that took place over the duration of the event because it, it is a massive part in community life, but mm. also the only venue big enough to 
accommodate what we were planning in terms of managing the runners and giving out medals and running tombolas and raffles and drinks and food and and everything else. Yeah, it's a fairly new facility as well, isn't it? It was just built around three years ago, is that right? Yeah, so we we had um, the previous village hall, which was um, several years past its sell-by date, and we we managed to get, get some funding to have a new village hall built, and that was maybe four or five months before COVID hit, so we had limited mm. time to utilise the facility. And so its its use, this, this wonderful brand new building, was limited until the start of this year, really. Yeah. So how did the jog for Johnny Day go, Richard? I, I hope the weather held up for a start. Well, we, we were really fortunate with the weather, Problem was, although we'd we'd advertised it and put it out there on Facebook and uh, told people about it, we just didn't know what volumes were going to turn up. Yeah, I mean, we I'd had an inkling because um, I'd asked for donations for raffle and Tom Polar prizes, and we mm. were we were inundated. So I got a sense that it was going to be a good turnout, but. We were really blown away by the volume of people that turned out and the generosity of people on the day. Yeah. Um, it, it really was quite, quite emotional for uh, those, those involved, either his close friends and his family as well. Yeah. So, I mean, it sounds like the most, most of the people in the, in the village made an appearance, yeah? Yeah, I would say so. It was... You know, and, and if they weren't able, they, they donated to the, a prize or they, they sponsored on the GoFunding page. Yeah. And then it, there were te- football teams that his sons were involved in and they turned up en masse, his, his friends that he went running and jogging with. So there were different groups of people, you know, and it, it's always nice when you get people from outside the village come and get involved in as well. Yeah. And yeah. because the weather was... Well, you know, right into the last lap, I think we had we had some rain, and for the guys who'd been running, uh, I think they were probably quite grateful yeah. for that. Welcome um, relief. Yeah. yeah, but it always helps if it's if it's yeah. uh, a nice day. And you said it was raising funds for a brain tumor charity as well. How much did you did you raise from all the events and, and the donations we've had? We we raised just over seven thousand six hundred pound. Wow far exceeded any estimations we had we had when we first instigated the idea yeah so we're blown away by that yeah for a single local village event that's uh as everybody who's listening out there and they'll know that i've run these things they'll know that that's a fantastic total so well done well done guys and i guess it was you mentioned emotional day i guess it was a day of real mixed emotions yeah yeah i mean I think there were there were several elements. So it was obviously what we were there to celebrate, um, mm. but I think combined was with that was the fact that we hadn't had a village event on this scale because of the restrictions of COVID. Yeah. As a village, it was just amazing to come together, and then in one huge joint effort, despite the unfortunate circumstances of the occasion. Yeah. And like I said, it was. It was amazing to have his family, including mm-hmm. his three children, and they participated yeah. in the first and the last lap. Yeah. And for them to witness how much he meant 
to so many people. What do you think Johnny would have uh, would have made of it all, Richard? Well, I, I remember his his mum, who who I be, became very close to um, uh, in the, the last months of his life. Uh, she she said to me that he would have loved it, and yeah. uh, I think that she was spot on. Yeah, I think it it was just testament to to how much he meant to so many people. So a very fitting tribute. Yeah, and and I guess it's me has left with you with a warm feeling about your community there in in Croft on Tees as well. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, and I, I've I've said that in the the post I did after the event to thank people. Yeah. I said how fortunate we are to have such a fantastic community in the village and that it's something we should never take for granted. Listen, thank you so much for coming on and tell us telling us the story of the, the, of the jog for Johnny event. And um, fittingly, with everything you've described, Richard, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to announce that, that Croft and Your Village Hall have been nominated for our Wonderful Villages Inspirational Story Award this year as well. So well done with that. Excellent, thanks. It's a sad story, of course, you know, and we're all so sorry for you and Johnny's family loss. But we think, you know, the way you, you've, you've turned it into something where the entire community could remember your friend and, and raise a, important funds at the same time, you know, really is truly inspirational. I know, it's a, to be honest, it, it was a, a fantastic day for a fantastic man yeah. uh, to celebrate his life and what he meant to so many people. Yeah. Well, thanks again, Richard. Please pass on, you know, my best wishes to your to your friends uh, and to Johnny's family as well, of course. Yeah, I will do. And uh, again, sorry, sorry for your loss. Yeah, no, it's it's it it helps to. It, it's funny. It helps to to talk about it because it's not something that you you do talk about. I'm very much someone who will write something down. Yeah. So I was writing things down and, and getting quite emotional about about that because you sort of it brings it it brings it all back. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's difficult, but um, you know it's that positive side to it, an element to it. And Johnny certainly sounds like he would have been the kind of character that would have wanted to be remembered that way, rather than everybody you know being sad and down about it. He oh, would, absolutely! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that's where we must leave our latest episode. Keep submitting your entries to our wonderful Villages Awards. There's five awards altogether, each with a prize of £1,000 for your local village church or community hall. Uh, You can find more information about the awards on our website. Many thanks also to our headline sponsor and specialist insurance provider, Allied Westminster, for making our podcast possible and whose services you can discover more about at villageguard.com and to online booking system provider Hallmaster, who also sponsor our podcast and can be found at hallmaster.co.uk. You've been listening to the Village Halls podcast, a unique listening community for Britain's village, church and community halls, and anyone interested in the vital community services they provide. We'll be back again soon with another episode. So please visit thevillagehallspodcast.com to subscribe, sign up for updates, link through to our social media pages and to find out more. But until the next time, goodbye for now.